Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. One important element to any home renovation project is the emotional journey traveled from start to finish of the project. And one that I have watched over and over again to the point where I can discern four different stages of this emotional journey. And this is what I want to go over today to break it down so that you can appreciate and understand what emotions will be coming up throughout a project, how to foresee them in advance, how to manage them when they're there, and how to avoid some at all costs. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Before we get started on this important topic of the emotional journey that you will travel on every home renovation project, I wanted to let you know that in episode 82, I discussed the value photography has for designers on home renovation projects, how I utilize photos from the beginning to the middle to the end and everything in between. That episode has received a lot of attention. There is obviously a need for more information about photographing work. And I am super excited to share with all of you that Linda Holt will be coming on this podcast as a guest in the coming weeks. She was first trained as a photographer, then became an interior designer, and is so incredibly talented at using your iPhone to take photographs that look professionally done. It is remarkable what she can do with just an iPhone, and clearly what I'm not capable of doing yet with my iPhone. So as soon as I know the date, I will let you all know, but there will be a follow-up to that episode 82. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend going back, hearing how I use the photographs, and then we'll have Linda come explain to each of us how we can up-level our own photographer skills on job sites so we have the images that we want, the quality that we want to be using every day in our everyday businesses. But today I want to talk about the emotional journey. And yes, I do get snickers when I explain to clients that there will be an emotional journey that they travel on any renovation project. And those are ones, obviously, that they've hired me to assist them with, to guide them through the process. That does not keep them from going on the emotional journey. And then in the end, inevitably, they say, oh my gosh, Renee, you were right. I can't believe the highs and lows that I experienced, the stages that we went through together, even with you on the job. I'm so glad I knew in advance and had you along for the ride to help keep everything in check, in line, and moving forward smoothly. These are such an important component to the success of a renovation project. I included a module on this very topic in each of the courses that I built, both the homeowner course as well as the designer course. 
because it is critical for everyone to understand what this means. Everyone is so focused on the budgets and the selections and the timing and the team that they forget that there will be an emotional journey along the way. And if mismanaged, can seriously damage a smooth running project. Now, this all started with me explaining this to homeowners because that is what I've witnessed over the years, right? I have watched my clients enough to know that this emotional journey breaks out into four stages. And so I'll explain the excitement phase, moving into the fatigue phase. Then there can be an anger phase, which we will get into in a minute. And then, of course, the final phase of relief and joy mixed in together. But what I want to also explain to people, especially designers listening, is that you don't avoid this same emotional journey on your projects. The complicating factor is you will have multiple projects running at the same time at different stages, and it can be exhausting. I will be the first to tell you that, but I firmly believe knowledge is power, and knowing that these stages happen whether you are the homeowner or the designer, can help you get through them, process the feelings that you are experiencing, utilize them to the best that you can, mitigate them in any possible way, and then move through them to the next stage successfully. So let's go back and talk about the stages. So the first stage is no big surprise, right? There's an excitement. For a homeowner, you may have been saving for weeks, months, years for this project. You've been pinning beautiful pictures on Pinterest. You've been collecting ideas and recommendations from friends and family, and it's exciting. And it should be. It really should be. For designers, there is that same level of excitement, right? You're starting a new project. You're getting to know a client for the first time. You're diving into all of the details. You're working through the specifications. You're building the team. You're nailing down budgets. There is a high that is involved in all of the early stages of any new project. And that is something, again, you need to almost bottle that excitement and hold on to because that stage just simply doesn't stay around long. Now, for designers, I actually feel like it stays a little longer for us than it does for the homeowner because we're not living through the project itself. We're not in the home dealing with the mess and the chaos that comes from demo, which unfortunately is the first step in any renovation project. So the mess is basically the first experience that the homeowner is getting. So their excitement can be a little foreshortened where the designer's excitement, I find, lasts longer because of the selection process. For me, I love demo, you know, exposes everything. It just fills the air with possibilities and excitement. So I do feel that for designers, we luck into a, a prolonged stage of excitement. But just know that your clients likely will not have that same length of time. So you will be experiencing something that your client has already passed through and into the second stage. And that is something you need to be aware of because your emotions won't be aligned at that point. 
So after excitement, the next stage is, again, probably not a surprise, but fatigue. And fatigue sets in on every project. Now, again, as I just said, it starts at a different time for every project, for every different person, depending on the set of circumstances that surrounds their project. But sadly, fatigue sets in. Now, in the world in which we live right now with COVID delays and supply chain issues and labor shortages, sadly, fatigue has become the norm and one of the longest stages of this journey. And it is something that every homeowner and designer has to contend with. Now, my recommendation in this phase is to recognize it, is to discuss it. It's not to ignore it or pretend it's not happening because what happens is that gives the fatigue more control, more power. And what do I mean by control and power? So if you just languish in the fatigue stage, you truly get irritable, right? Everybody does. The mess is out of control. The demo's done. Maybe some issues were uncovered. All of a sudden, there's angst about the budget. And did you put enough aside, which we know you did because you always listen to the advice you hear on this podcast, but it still gets you thinking and worrying about what else is coming next. For the designers, not only are you going to be experiencing fatigue, but you will be helping your client get through that same emotion. So you have a dual role in this situation of dealing with the kind of the boring phase, so to speak. And I I hate to say boring because I personally don't find any projects boring, but there are stages where things are just humdrumming along. And while that is good news that it's moving forward, It's not the excitement stage. It's not the demo. Things are getting roughed in, uh, the plumbing, the electrical, and it's all going well, but it's not exactly something that lights you up every day. And for the homeowner, you have to keep an eye on your client, their level of fatigue. You need to be making sure and checking in that that fatigue isn't languishing too far for too long. Now, what do you do in those circumstances? This is where a designer goes back in, goes through all the selections made. Maybe things have arrived. Let's unbox them. Let's look at those sconces. Oh my gosh, aren't they even more beautiful in person? Let's hold them up in the room. Let's get that client's juices flowing again, hinting at that excitement phase where everything is starting to come together. Even if that sconce has to go back in the box for another couple of weeks, maybe get it out again when the next item has arrived. Look at this new shower trim set or in the kitchen. Let's get some of those pieces out. Let's get the hardware out. Let's hold it up against the wall and compare it to the samples of the tiles. Maybe the tiles have arrived. Let's do a dry layout if they are natural stone. While that may not be installed right away, but you can envision what, say, the backsplash will look like and start sorting through all the tiles. I mean, there are absolute steps that a designer can take to keep the excitement popping its head up during the fatigue stage, knowing that you cannot change the fatigue stage. You can hopefully keep it at bay and keep it as minimally invasive as possible because unfortunately, the next stage on a project is anger. And while I hate to say that it is a stage and a project because the goal is to never hit this stage. 
Now, I include it in this because unfortunately, it does come into play. And maybe anger doesn't fully cover it. Maybe it dips into real heavy grumpiness. But anger becomes an issue when the fatigue drags on too long or isn't taken seriously and dealt with accordingly, like we just discussed coming up with ideas, getting them out of the house, going back into their activities because the house doesn't need to be monitored as much or whatever the case may be, there are lots of ways that a designer can help their client or a homeowner listening can help themselves to manage fatigue stage, even the prolonged fatigue stages that we're all experiencing so that you don't tip into anger. Now, what happens if you are experiencing or feeling that anger stage coming? Well, as a designer, your goal is to avoid it at all costs. Let me repeat this. Your goal is to avoid your client going into the anger stage at all costs. And actually, that includes you as a designer. You need to avoid the anger stage at all costs. Now, anger can take on a variety of forms. Maybe there's an argument with the contractor. Maybe there's an argument with the client. Maybe there's arguments with everybody on the project. Nothing good comes from anger. Absolutely nothing good comes from anger. I have been a part of projects where anger has taken hold and there have been arguments between contractors and clients, architects and clients, and there is no coming back from them. And I know that sounds harsh. Now, obviously, projects continue beyond anger, but there's never a full repair to the relationship, and it hovers over the project and simmers beneath the surface. And that is not an experience I want any designer or any homeowner listening to go through on their own. I've probably been a part of two or three projects in the span of 29 years where that has happened. And I remember them like they're yesterday, although the last one was eight years ago. But they are that painful to go through and they're uncomfortable. And it is really, truly something that you want to avoid. So again, designers listening, you are going to be angry at times. I am not saying that it doesn't happen, but I am saying don't have it come into the project. If you are angry at a contractor, if you are angry about something that happened on the project, you need to manage it behind the scenes, back at your office, figure it out and come at it from a different point of view, get your point across if that's the issue that's happening and manage it as an issue and not as an emotion, right? That's the difference. You want to keep your emotions out of the conversation. I'm not saying they won't be there, but don't put it into the conversation. That will take the project off the rails and make it nearly impossible to get back on to the same track you had been on. Now, homeowners listening, same thing. If you're angry about something, you must remove the emotion, still get whatever point it is you are trying to get across to whomever it is you're working with, but keep the anger, keep the emotion out of it. Now, hopefully hearing all of this, you will do whatever it takes to manage the fatigue stage so that it doesn't tip into the anger stage, which is truly hard to control once Pandora's box is open. And then the best news is 
If you skip over the anger stage, which I'm praying you all will now, you will get to that final stage of relief. The project is ending. The home you've been dreaming of has come to life and you will be moving on without contractors in your home. And yes, that is something to celebrate. Now, the dust, I will ruin your moment and say the dust will probably last another couple of months. And as you will be stunned at where you find it moving forward, but the project has ended. And designers listening, you also will have a sense of relief. You have managed this project from start to finish through all of these emotional stages, through all of the selection processes, through all of the management required. There is a sense of relief and overarching. I'm hoping everyone will feel a sense of joy. Because that is the goal of any home renovation project, whether you are a designer listening or whether you are a homeowner working through it on your own. This sense of joy is the goal at the end of every project. Now, some of you may be thinking, I'm midway through, I am sitting, I am stewing in fatigue. Go back, listen to what I just said about how to manage that, how to get you through it. And frankly, I have clients tell me, once I explain the emotional stages they go through, they say they aren't as problematic or as dramatic because they knew that this was normal. Because if you don't know what you're to expect, you go through these phases and you're thinking, is this normal? Or am I angry? Should I be angry? I don't know. Am I just worn out and tired? But if you know, oh, yeah, Renee told me there is a fatigue stage that can last for a while. Okay, this is the stage I'm in. What can I do to help manage it? You can't make it stop. That is just something that I haven't seen done, but I have seen it very successfully managed. And therefore, it doesn't seem as intense or as long lasting because it is able to be managed. But I don't want designers listening, thinking that these stages don't occur to you. And hopefully you're understanding that now. It is a bit of a roller coaster. And the really big problem is when you're managing more than one renovation project at the same time, inevitably they will be at different stages. So you may be knee deep in fatigue on one project And at the high of excitement, starting another at the same time. And it can be a little crazy. You maybe have back-to-back meetings and you're walking into one as in the fatigue stage, working on how to mitigate it and manage it. And then the next hour, you're walking into the excitement phase. And there are times where you feel like you have a split personality. That, again, for me at least, is normal. And to be expected. Now, hopefully, you do it in that order and the fatigue comes first and the excitement comes after. It's a little hard to go from excitement to fatigue within a two hour span of time. But again, it can happen. Now, if you are managing a project and there is anger either established or or brewing, you can sort of feel it possibly coming. Those are miserable experiences. I'm not going to lie. And that project that we finished, I think it was a eight, maybe a little over eight years ago, 
I didn't enjoy going to those meetings. I, of course, still went, but I there were pep talks in the car. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay, this is how we're going to handle you know, this conversation if it comes up, or this is what we're going to avoid. Because last time we discussed this, it took us into a dark place. I mean, these are ongoing kind of pep talks, like I said, that I will have with myself in order to try to manage the emotions that are going on in a room. And the larger the project, the more people there will be in that room bringing their own set of feelings and emotions to the table. And it can be challenging. I I joke with everyone. My undergraduate degree was in sociology, and I swear I lean on my people skills that I built with that degree more often than not than I reach for my skills that I developed in design school, because this is a matter of people skills and knowing where they are, knowing the emotions they are likely going through is an important step in successfully managing that project through each phase. So take a moment, designers, if you have a couple of projects, take a moment now, look at them, Figure out where do we think we are? How am I feeling in this project right now? Am I in the fatigue stage? Is the client there as well? Or am I still in excitement? And probably my client might be already in the fatigue stage. How do I balance those two emotions? How can I help my client still have feelings of excitement, even though the fatigue stage has likely set in? And some designers who have a lot of clients languishing in the fatigue stage because the furniture hasn't arrived or the appliances are still backordered. We are all there with you. That's when you want to start planning strategies to keep the fatigue from tipping into anger. And more often than not, in the last six months or so, I've seen more designers talking about their clients being in the anger phase because of these systemic issues that our industry is suffering through. And while that is extreme, I still believe it's possible to keep people in the fatigue stage and not letting it tip into anger. And it really will behoove you as the designer It will behoove the client and absolutely benefit the project if you are able to do that. So take the notes from this episode, get in there, try to figure out how to mitigate whatever is going on, tamp things down emotionally, and keep things on track to get this project finished smoothly. So I hope you find this helpful. I don't want designers to think that we are just autobots and have no emotions going into these projects because that wouldn't be truthful. And to be honest, I think that's part of why I enjoy these projects so much. There is this entire journey that designers travel through as well as their clients. And therefore, I think we are the perfect person to help the client through it. We can share our own experiences even if we are in different stages at that moment. So as always, if this brings up more questions and answers, please reach out. I love discussing this offline with both homeowners and designers. It's fascinating to hear where everyone is in their current situation, issues they're going through, wins they're having, losses they're experiencing. This is the stuff that this podcast was built to help manage, and I'm happy to be there to support you through it. I can't thank you enough for your time today, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today, and feel free to join me on social media at 
to be made design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.